this is a very special story, a very sad story. And whilst I'm telling it from the point of view of somebody with 15, 16 months of long COVID suffering, I dedicate it to all of you that have lost loved ones and that have survived sadness. And I hope, I hope that by sharing, you will have renewed hope too. If I make it to 2021, I will have done it against so many odds that something in me says there will be a reason behind it. Not my reason, not for me, but simply because of incredibly bad luck, which made me the first to suffer, not just from a deadly virus, but from being abandoned, ridiculed, made to look foolish, as my body and my mind were taken. The viral enemy of 2020 had no decency, no morals, no ear for a sad story or a vulnerable relative. The world's truly anasereblis took something from everyone, everything from anyone. The last fight from many who were already on their knees, weak and vulnerable. After 2020, there's little need for me to pander on dramas, abuse, neglect and rage that I felt in my early years, when it seemed one trauma was immediately followed by another. Much as I recall that getting through that period of life was something I reflected on with constant incredulity. No, no. It all pales into a Chernobylian wasteland of grey when the dawn of 2020 rose from the horizon. In fact, and maybe it's the brain fog that has done it, I forget. It was actually late December 2019 when I was silently violated by the parasite of the East as it somehow, quietly, deftly, cunningly worked its way inside me, then lay low, festering, unremarkable at first in the guise of something more common, more crude, content to wait it out. But this time it wasn't just the first cough of a dry throat or a sniffle of a congested nose, but the full tsunami wave of a human body boiling over like a copper kettle, unable to release enough steam to conserve its own energy. The initial attack was not subtle. It was as though a long-forgotten warhead erupted under my skin, piercing my ears, eyes, forehead, 
with a pain I had never dreamed possible. But then the real agony began, drawn out across every day, every week and every month, as I got to fear it more and feel it growing, cackling confidently, as it weakened me more every day, stabbing randomly, carelessly, out of control, reeking corona chaos. Every evening I thought I would never live to see the next morning and some evenings it was so unbearable I didn't want to even open my eyes. Weeks in my body was covered in festering rashes. I realized in my 50 years of life I had never cried more. And then I realized it was not just living with me but within me, with no end date and no desire to move on. Every day I woke, less able to walk, to see, to smell or taste, like the good host I had always been trained to be. I tried not to be shamed or weakened by the constant reckless punishment this vile parasite continued to inflict on me. I tried to be brave and not listen to the doubters and those that at the beginning perhaps just failed to believe. Every day I tried to draw on my strength and on the techniques that I had been taught. I visualized the foul creature as a deformity of dragon and alien burning, gouging holes in my organs one by one just for the fun of it, to show me it was coming out. It wanted recognition and the power and the fear that its omnipresence would inevitably cause to a terrorized population as the volcano it harbored erupted, spilling, boiling molten lava steadily across the earth with no barriers and no borders to contain it. As for its victims, or as I was its test case, the coming out, the death that ensued and the panic that spread was like a fountain of cool spring water, at last giving me breath in my lungs again, and for once I would be believed, only for the corpses that had by then begun filling deep graves in small urban streets. As life, as we had known it, began to shut down all around us and the waters of Wuhan washed us with their contaminant as they stung our eyes and took our minds away.